Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome back to the Viking PT podcast, developing strength within and pride throughout. This podcast is, of course, here to make your cardio just fly by. And what I mean by that is that I hope, well, it's a good idea, I hope that you are listening to this podcast whilst doing your cardio so that it makes the time go a lot quicker because I do know what it's like to be stuck on a treadmill or a bike and just be looking at the screen in front of you, watching the time tick, 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 and it just feels like it's taken forever. So hopefully listening to this will speed up that process. Welcome back. My name is Dan Locke, and today we're going to be talking about getting started with your fitness journey. I'm going to be talking about the do's and the don'ts from my point of view, give you my opinion on a few things. And uh, of course, if you want to get in touch, if you have any questions or if you'd like to send in any suggestions for any topics you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, just simply email vikingpodcast at outlook.com or you can simply go to thevikingpt.com forward slash podcast. But first, we're going to be talking about some news that's been happening lately. Um, very big news, actually. I've officially launched the website. That's right. I've officially launched thevikingpt.com. Um, if you heard the previous episode, episode one, the pilot, I know it's a bit lengthy, but I did go over a few things that I'd like to um, include on the website. So if you did miss the episode, you can pause this, go over to wherever you're listening to this podcast. Maybe it's Spotify, iTunes, or Anchor, and you can check out episode one where I talk about what I'm going to include in the website. But for now, just thought I'd keep it brief and let you know that the Viking PT website is officially online and we're accepting well, we, I, am now accepting, you know, payments and things like that, and I'm, I've began to start help people, help, excuse me, I've, ex- I've started to help people already, which is really good news, and I'm looking forward to seeing who I can help next, without sounding too big-headed. Um, so yeah, in other news, we have moved into a, another, uh, another apartment, so before we were living in the Gold Coast, in right next to the beach. We're at one of the beach resorts, and it's like an apartment complex. And we were there for a couple of weeks, two different ones. And now we are living with uh, another young lady. I did mention that in episode one. And now we're officially here. It's a place called Varsity Lakes, which is a beautiful place. Um, it's like a very modern, modern apartments right next to a humongous lake and a very posh university. We had a little walk around the grounds earlier on today, and it is beautiful. So we're very thankful to be here. And uh, yeah, we're just kind of getting our bearings this week as well. Uh, we, we've uh, got a gym. So this apartment complex has got its own its own gym, which is amazing. I'm really, you know, happy to get on and start training again. And the park itself is beautiful. I'm I'm at the park at the moment as I'm recording this, just to uh, just so I don't sort of disturb people with my annoying voice. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, like I said before, I am doing all of this podcast in just one take. So if I do mess it up, you will hear all of the fuck ups. Anyway, yes, it's got its own gym and it's got its own swimming pool outside, which is very, very handy. So when you've done a nice long workout, you can cool off at the pool straight away. Anyway, let's get started with today's topic. And uh, I've just got some few notes in front of me and I'm just pretty much going to be elaborating on each one. So getting started with your fitness journey. So even if you have already started your fitness journey, it is probably worth listening to a few of these because some of these things you're probably going to know already. Some of them are probably going to be a given, but uh, you might pick up a few things and be able to apply them into your daily routines from now on. 
So the main thing, the first thing I want to talk about is why are you doing it? Why are you choosing to become fitter? Why, you know, you one of the things you have to establish first is why you're doing this. Are you doing it because you're getting married? Are you doing this because people are picking on you or making fun of you? Are you doing it because, I don't know, Have you has anybody heard of the Khloe Kardashian revenge body? That's another reason why a lot of people choose to get fit is because they've just broken up or been broken up with by their partner and they want to get that body and say, ha, huh, this is what you this is what you could have had. <laughs> so there's many, many reasons why you're doing this, but I just wanted to sort of plant the seed. I want to plant the seed. I'm sorry about this microphone, by the way. Still using the headphones. I want to plant the seed uh, for you to think about, you know, why you started this journey. Because if you can't think of the right reasons, then maybe it's not a good idea to do this at all. Obviously, it's a good idea to look after yourself, but I want you to I want you to know and recognize the valid reasons for doing this, okay? It might be something that's not obvious at the very beginning, you know? The next thing I want to talk about is, uh, do you know how? And what I mean by that is, do you know how you're going to achieve your goals? So once you've established why you're doing what you're doing, why you want to change your body, why you want to change your life. Maybe you don't want to lose weight. Maybe you want to bulk. Maybe you want to gain weight. Maybe you're suffering from anorexia or who knows? Everybody is different. Everybody is on a different path. And I'll elaborate on that more later. But it's very important that you know why you're doing it. And it's very important to know how you're going to do it. Okay? So... What I mean by that is, can you honestly look at yourself in the mirror and say to yourself, and, and tell yourself, sorry, how you're going to go about and, you know, achieve your goal? Let's take weight loss, for example. How are you going to do this? Do you have a plan? You know, are you just winging it? Because I can, just just to go off on a little story, on... Uh, a tangent. When I first started going to the gym, I didn't have a reason why as such. And I definitely didn't know how I was going to do whatever I figured out I was going to do. I guess when I first started, I wanted to get a bit stronger. As I was a teenager, I wanted to gain some muscle. So I went into the gym and I just went on the stepper. I went on the stepper, the treadmill, because I was safe there. I knew what I was doing. I, you know, it's very straightforward. Treadmill, something you learn when you're in PE in a school. And uh, I had no idea about weights. I had no idea that weights would contribute to, to weight loss. You know, I was, I was very, you know, back in the day I was naive. I didn't know that, uh, that weight, weight training would be a great factor and a great um, tool to use during a weight loss program. So, and I, when I was at the gym, I used to work at the gym and a lot of people would stay clear of doing weight training for fear of getting bigger and, uh, simply not the case. We'll talk about that in another episode, but, uh, the main thing I want to get across is that you need to know how you're going to do this. You need to know how, because the reason why you need to know how is to avoid plateaus. So basically, when you get to the gym, and let's say you've been going for a few weeks and you're not seeing any results, this could be due to how you're doing you know, your exercises or how you're doing your diet. You know, so what that is, is lack of structure, you know, lack of goal setting. And what I mean is every now and then, obviously you're going to have a main goal, like I want to lose two stone. That's great. That's fantastic. Well done. You've decided what you want. Okay. But you need to set little goals. You need to set goals that are achievable. If you haven't already 
have a look at, on Google, just Google smart goals. I can't for the life of me think of what they are now, but it's along the lines of, you know, uh, uh, set yourself achievable goals that are measurable and uh, forget the rest. But the main thing is <laughs> such a role model. The thing is, what you want to set yourself is small goals that you can achieve so that you stay on track. Okay, stay on track and that you don't lose focus. You don't hit those plateaus. Okay, because then after that, like many people, you will obviously stop and you'll quit and you'll do it the next year. Okay, this is what happens. Everybody's seen those January joiners in the gym. Yeah, they start, do a couple of weeks, don't see any results, and then they quit. This is because they don't know how they're going to reach their goals. And probably many other things as well. But I want you to realize how to reach your goals. Okay? I want... If you're not sure, if you're someone out there and you're like, I don't have a program. I don't have a routine. I don't measure my goals. I mean, I don't measure my myself by weight, pictures... Me- uh, measurements, literal measurements around my waist. I don't measure my, my progress. You know, I haven't taken a, a photo at the very beginning. So there are people out there that don't know how to achieve what their their overall goal is. So if I could uh, plant a, another seed is just to start thinking about how you're going to achieve those. If it's weight loss, I would encourage you to take a photo at the very beginning. Take a photo at the very beginning of your training. It doesn't matter if you look like shit. It doesn't matter if you look like a massive blob or an anorexic person that you're, you know, you're hoping to turn into a, a beast, a warrior one day. Or maybe you're doing this whole thing for health reasons. Maybe you're trying to stay away from diabetes. Maybe it's... Maybe that you haven't necessarily set out a goal because the main goal is that you maintain a healthy lifestyle maybe you're suffering with your mental health and the whole idea of going to the gym scares you but maybe it's the answer to you know helping you become a stronger person a better version of yourself okay so you need to know how to do it take photos Keep them very personal to yourself. No one needs to see them. You know, just take a photo, front on, then side on, whatever. Get people to take photos for you if you like, but you can keep them on your phone or computer and keep them personal to you, okay? Or if you don't want to take photos of yourself, weigh yourself. If weight loss or weight gain is the overall, you know, the overall goal, take photos of yourself. Uh, Sorry, weigh yourself, something you need a starting point and you don't want to how do I say this you don't want to lose faith you don't want to lose hope if you if you weigh yourself at the very begin very beginning of the process week one day one weigh yourself as soon as you wake up boom take a photo boom that's what I look like then put that in a drawer or put that in a folder where you can't look at it all the time in your computer and then Week one, week two, whatever, go back to it, take another photo, do another weigh-in, same time, in the morning, compare them, see what, see what your, how your progress has been. If it's bad, change something. If it's good, keep doing what you're doing. It's that simple, okay? You need to have structure. You need to have structure. If you're going to the gym, or if you can't go to the gym, you're at home, you need to have some sort of plan to follow. A really good idea to do is maybe draw a table. If you, if you can't afford a personal trainer, if you can't afford online coaching, if you can't afford little things like that, draw a table, right? And a simple... A, this is, this is the, going back to the very basics, okay? At the very beginning. The very beginning. Draw a table, and you want to have Monday... To Sunday, all down one side, and then on the next side, on the next box, is literally a check or a tick box. Did I exercise? 
So column one, days of the week. Column two, did I exercise? That's all you got to do. That's like, that's the first step on how to achieve your goals. If it's not, if the overall thing is not to exercise, whatever it is, did I do this? Did I do that? Put that in the column instead. And that's the very first step. And trust me, when you make that very first tick, you get that sense of completion, the sense of I did something, I stuck to something. And trust me, at the end of the week, when those, all those boxes are ticked, the sense of achievement is overwhelming. And then you can progress that and go even further. You know, did I exercise for an hour? Did I, you know, did I, did I, if you're, if you're more advanced in your, um, in your program or whatever you're trying to achieve, if you're more advanced and you're, you're thinking of, did I do legs today? Or did I do legs this week? Did I train upper body this week? Did I do my cardio? You can have the little check, the thing, and you can put that piece of paper either on your phone or print it out, put it on your fridge. These things are tools to allow you to make the first step in the right direction. So if, if you are able to purchase programs and things of like that, I know it's a shameful plug, but I do have them available on the website, thevikingpt.com. There it is. And uh, you can go ahead. I've got lots of programs that will help you and get you started. And remember, they're not just programs like normal, typical PTs would do, where it's just one sheet, big table, loads of, um, lots of exercises, and do this many sets, do this many reps, fuck off. It's not like that. My programs are like ebooks, <laughs> but I didn't label them as ebooks because that doesn't really sound, doesn't really roll off the tongue. It doesn't really, you don't really, you're not sure what you're going to get with an ebook because not many people know what they are. Basically, my, my programs have around 20 to 25 pages, maybe more. Some of them have more pages and pages of information. And they're not just one workout, there's probably two or three workouts in the programs. I'll talk about the anatomy of the subject. If it's a body part, I'll go into detail anatomy, the reason why we have the muscles, how to use them. And then it goes on into talking about getting you ready for training and goes through what you should do, the step-by-step. Very and, it, and then it's got demonstrations, it's got diagrams, how to do it. So anybody can do these programs. And they're available on the website, like I said, under programs. <sighs> so my advice to you is, so far, <laughs> what we've covered, and I'm going to try really hard not to, not to um, make this podcast really long. And I do apologize if you're not into long podcasts. I'm going to try and keep it nice and snappy, but at the same time, I do want to deliver great detail about what I'm talking about. So, so far we've covered what you need to know why you're doing what you're doing and how you're going to do it. Okay. Seek help. If you're not sure, if you're really not sure, seek help. Of course, I'm available all the time. You know, just literally email me viking.pt at outlook.com. I am willing to help you with anything. If you're starting your journey or if you're continuing a journey and you've reached a plateau, whatever it is, there's always someone to help you. <clears throat> the next, uh, the next um, point I wanted to talk about is, which I've kind of talked about already, is how are you going to measure your progress? Okay. How are you going to measure your progress? I've already listed a few. Take photos. Okay. Very beginning, like I said. Um, the thing is with taking photos and weighing yourself or just measuring your progress in general. And this is something you need to you need to pay attention to. It's you could easily put yourself off, okay? You could easily put yourself down and you could spiral into negativity. What I mean is if you're taking a photo every day or if you're taking your weight and measurements every day, I can guarantee you they'll fluctuate like you wouldn't believe, okay? Especially with women, and this is no offense to women, but you will obviously have that time of the month, and as you know, it will play a massive part in 
water retention, mood swings, you name it. Lots and lots of factors are there which are going to... Lots of the, the factors are going to be... Um, how do I put this? Contributing to your progress. Okay, so my suggestion would be that you weigh yourself and take photos or whatever progress how whatever method you use to to track your progress is to do it monthly if not monthly and you can't wait do it by fortnight every two weeks but just spread them out like take a photo at the very beginning by all means take a photo every two weeks or every month but don't stop like don't stop taking the same it needs to be the same photo the same lighting the same place same time of the day to be a fair you know a fair comparison but then if you if you do this whole thing over let's say 6 months has gone by since you started you've got if you're doing a monthly photo you've got 6 photos in your folder take week 1 uh, sorry take month number 1 and month number 6 the latest one and compare those and hopefully that will give you enough you know self motivation to keep going because this is a true thing as well and I've had to deal with this with a lot of people before and helping people out and getting out of a rut is that people obviously us as human beings will look at each we'll look at ourselves every single day in the mirror and we'll look at we'll look at what we look like and of course because we look at we look at ourselves so much that we don't see those minor minute changes okay it takes someone else to spot them and we've all been there someone we haven't seen for about pff, 6 months to a year maybe longer they haven't seen us for a while and of course their memory of us has faded and when we when they see us again they're so shocked because of course they haven't seen us but because we see ourselves in the mirror so often we don't see the changes does that make sense and the only the best way to do to see your own progress is by taking photos and comparing or another thing is um, you might have a pair of jeans or a dress or a t-shirt I don't know and you want to fit into it or you used to fit into it again another valid way another valid method of tracking your progress you know ladies if you're getting ready for a a wedding you might have a dress in mind that you don't want to alter then use that as motivation hang it up somewhere where your husband future husband can't see and you know use that as motivation use it so that's uh, that's about measuring your progress and make sure you do it as well because you know we're all you know we're all liable we're all guilty of not tracking our progress some of us are guilty of tracking it too much so find a happy medium okay the next point we're going to talk about is having people in your corner okay so if you're if you're starting this journey if you're starting this out and you're at the very beginning early stages of your fitness journey you need to make sure that you have people in your corner what I mean by that is you need to have a support system, okay? If you, if you have a, a family, then let's try and, try and get them to help you, you know? Let's say, let's say your partner likes to have a cheeky pizza every Friday or goes out on the weekend. Make sure they're not encouraging you to slip. Make sure they're encouraging you to stick to what you're doing, or vice versa. If you if you've got family, and uh, it's you that wants to make the changes, why not encourage your 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 partner or encourage your family to 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 go along with you? You know, you'll be a better support system for each other, and more likely to succeed at this whole thing. Whereas if if you are the only one who's committed to doing this and your family aren't, you're more likely to slip. When you get that first smell of pizza, hot pizza coming through 
Domino's, Pizza Hut, other pizzas are available. You smell that and you slip up. It's not going to be. It's not going to be pretty. It's going to be. Everyone's going to be to blame. So make sure you have a good support system in mind. Another thing is training partners. Training partners can be. You know you have to pick them well. You can't pick. I've I've had some a fair amount of training partners before and. My God, I've got some stories. So, when you when it comes to having someone that you go to the gym with, make sure you pick someone who's reliable. Make sure make sure you pick someone who's committed and has like-minded goals to you, or similar goals. Because there's nothing worse, right? There's nothing worse than having, and this is speaking from my my uh, experiences. There's nothing worse than having someone train with you inverted commas and helping you inverted commas when they're looking at themselves in the mirror when it's your turn to do the exercise and let's say you need a spot and they're too busy checking themselves out doesn't look good does it another another uh, example is that if someone's on the phone you know anybody who knows me knows that phones should be in the locker when you're when you're training or they should be away at least unless of course you're using it for a program by all means but if you're on the phone on the facebook or on instagram checking how many likes you got because that's so important how many likes have you got oh who's seen this who's seen that doesn't matter if you're exercising you're trying to work towards something and someone else is with you and it's your responsibility to help them as well don't be on the phone Right. Well, make sure that your training partner is not on the phone. I've, I've been training with someone before, and I'm not even joking. After every set they did, phone comes out. My turn to do the set, and I'm asking for a spot. They're too busy on their phone, or talking to someone else, and they're not concentrating <sighs> what anybody's doing. So, you really want someone who's going to challenge you. You want someone who's going to help you, motivate you. And not skip legs with you. <laughs> I've had uh, that similar thing before where this person, I'm not going to name names, but they just really did not want to train legs at all. And so when it came to doing legs, they changed it and wanted to do an, another body part when legs was what we were supposed to do. And it's it's not fair and you need to make sure that you're You've got a training partner who is committed and will do exactly the same to you and, and you would do exactly the same to them. Challenge, support, motivate, be there for each other. And it's a great support system to have when it comes to training, especially at the very beginning or the early stages of fitness when, when especially I've seen people, I've had conversations with people before where you're not sure and you're... You've look, you're looking around the gym and you're like, oh, I don't know what that machine is. I don't know what that, well, I don't know what that does. If you've got a friend with you, somehow the gym is less daunting. Somehow you can go into the free weights area. You know, somehow you can, you can attend a class because you're not alone. Your friend's there with you. You know, it's not as, it's not as embarrassing as you might think it is. So a training partner is such a good idea. Someone to have in your corner. Next thing we're going to talk about is the don'ts. Now, I've got a list here that I wrote earlier of don't do's when you're first starting your journey into fitness. Don't expect results straight away. That is such a good thing to think about, okay? I've seen so many people, and we touched on it earlier, talking about January joiners. They don't see results, and they quit. This thing takes... A, a long time, guys. You're trying to change your body or change your mindset. This thing takes time. If you're focused on the end result, you're not. that's not the point. The point is that you change your lifestyle and you continue. And there's no end point. When you realize that there's no end point, you can succeed in the lifestyle part. Okay? You need to live a healthy lifestyle. Don't think of the gym as a chore. Don't think of your end result so far away. Think of 
just changing some habits, changing the way you live your life. This whole thing is a lifestyle choice. It's a lifestyle change, okay? Don't expect the weight to just drip off. Now, of course, we've all seen The Biggest Loser, and we've seen guys and girls that lose like 20 pounds, 30 pounds a week. Now, the reason why they do that is obviously because these people are so big and they're doing, you know, the trainers are putting them through so much that their bodies are just not used to it. So their body's going to shock. And so they just start dripping off weight like crazy. But also the fact that the biggest loser is, it's known to be, um, how do you say this? It's fixed. Apparently the biggest loser is fixed. Apparently they put them on a water diet and they don't really get much food. So obviously they're nearly starving, but then the next week they fill them up with food and they don't lose as much. Have a little look into it if you're uh, interested in the biggest loser. And that's partly why they lose so much, because they're on a water diet. But also because, obviously, they are very, very big to start off with, and the weight will just drop off. You will experience that yourself as well at some point. If you're doing everything right, you will experience a massive change or a drop in the in the weight at the very beginning. Like, maybe 4 to 10 pounds a week, and that's absolutely normal. It's maintaining that that's hard. That's why people plateau, because it will get harder. Your body will get used to it. So it does become very difficult to maintain. <sighs> Next up, don't obsess weighing yourself. I just I spoke on that earlier as well, and it, didn't I? so I don't really need to go on that. Next, don't gloat. <laughs> so... The thing that I've seen in the past, and there's not, you know, you can do whatever you want, really. But I've noticed that when people start the gym, especially on social media, they can't wait to post it. They can't wait to boast and tell all their friends, hey, I've started the gym. I'm going to the gym. I've already lost this. Fuck me. Fuck that. Yes, yes, yes. Me, me, me. It's, look, try and keep your cards close to your chest. All right. You don't need to tell everybody what you're doing, what you've signed up for, what bullshit diet you're on, okay? You don't need to. Actions speak louder than words. If you look really, really good, people will ask you how you did it. You don't need to tell them before you've even achieved it, if you achieve it. So don't gloat. Don't drastically change your diet, okay? Something that a lot of people get wrong is when they start this whole, you know, I'm going to join the gym, I'm in my diet, and I'm going to do this. No more cigarettes, no more drinking, no more bad food for me. Cold turkey, not always the best thing to do when starting fresh, okay? It's not always the best thing to do because your body will go into shock, okay? I don't really have any metaphors for this at the moment. I can't think of the top of my head. But if you, if you put your body, if your body is so used to eating, let's say, a pizza every three days, and let's say, and let's say you have chocolate bars during the day, every day, yeah, your body will crave it. If you cut it out of your diet completely, your body will just crave it. Let me tell you a little story. When I was quite young, when Mars bars were 30p <laughs> around the corner shop, that's how young we're talking. A Mars bar was 30 pence, all right? I used to have a Mars bar maybe like every day, every other day after school. It was my little treat, Mars bar. Boom, that was me. When I took that out of my diet, for two weeks, two weeks, ladies and gentlemen, I was clucking. What I mean by that is I was, I was gasping for a Mars bar. I, was, I, I took Mars bars out of my diet completely. And I was adamant I was not going to have another one. Let me tell you, I was, I was in another world. <laughs> Sounds dramatic. And uh, maybe some of you can relate. But after that two weeks, I did not want another Mars bar ever again. In fact, the thought of having a Mars bar or something chocolatey really just didn't sit well with me. 
Of course, I broke that pattern after a while. <laughs> but I'm just saying, if you do cut something out of your diet, your body will nearly shut down. It depends what, what, what it is that you cut out and how much of it, you know. I'm just saying, go easy, all right? Don't cut it out completely, all right? You want to phase it out, okay? I'm not too sure if that's the same with smoking. I don't, because I've never smoked. I've never known anybody really close to me that does smoke. But if you're having like a pack a day, I don't think it's the right thing to do to just completely stop. It might be. I might have got that wrong, but it's kind of the same with food. You know, your body does rely on it, and you need to phase it out, okay, gradually, over a few weeks, before you get onto a a brand new diet plan. (sighs) Next up, don't kill yourself at the gym, all right? Now, this is kind of like a long-winded one, so bear with me, but uh, I was recently watching a, a seminar and this guy was talking about it, and it did make sense. It made a lot of sense. So when you're first hitting the gym, or even if you're just hitting the gym as normal, right? Let's say you go to the gym, and this, let's say you spend an hour at the gym, and you kill yourself. You're lunging all over the place. You're doing jumping jacks. You're sprinting. You're pushing and dragging some massive sled across the gym with weights all over it. Skipping and handstand, whatever it is. High intense, whatever. If you're absolutely annihilating yourself every single gym session, and that's just one hour of your day. Let's say you burn 700 calories in that hour. Let's say you do that, or 1,000 calories in that hour. Did you know that you're going you're gonna to burn more than that without even going to the gym? Now, let me elaborate. This is, oh, I'm assuming that you're moving about in your day. You're, you're walking about, you're moving, you're existing. You're not just sat on the sofa. But you will burn more calories, right? Regardless of if you go to the gym or not. So... If you go to the gym for an hour and burn 700 calories or 1,000 calories or 1,500, after that, you're going to be shattered. So then after, all you're going to do is want to eat food. When you, when you exert a lot, a lot of energy, you're going to need to refuel yourself. You're going to be stupidly hungry, you know? And so you're going to eat all those calories that you just burnt, right? You're going to eat more than normal because you're fucking starving. But then, of course, it doesn't just end there. You're going to then sit on, you're going to sit on the couch and Netflix all night long, doing nothing, you know? Whereas normally you'd, you'd be doing stuff. You'd have the energy to do stuff. Does that make sense? So what I'm saying is, when you go to the gym, you need to make sure it's like a, it's a healthy balance. It's a healthy, you know, I'm, yes, of course I'm going to push myself at the gym, but I'm not going to fucking kill myself so that I can't go to the gym the next day because I'm recovering. You know, imagine the amount of training sessions you could have, the amount of energy you could use up if you, if you exerted just over normal amount of energy, okay? But if you, if, you, if you have these big plans like Monday, chest day, I'm going to fucking kill myself, yeah, rah, 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 all macho and that, but then it comes to the next day and it's leg day, and you're like, oh, nah, I'm too sore from yesterday, <laughs> or whatever, you're not going to want to do it. And therefore, there's going to be a whole bunch of calories there that you did not burn. A whole bunch. And then, of course, it affects your day-to-day life. You know, if you work in an office, you sat down all day. And if, if you killed yourself in the gym the day before, you think, oh, I've earned this. I've earned the right to, to be lazy now. Mm, not really. <laughs> Because you would have burnt more calories moving about in your day-to-day over the course of a whole day than what you did at the gym, which lasted an hour and has now, you know, put you out for a couple of days. Okay, so the main thing here is don't overdo it, especially straight away. Because then it goes back to that whole thing of if you're killing yourself in the gym and not seeing results, (laughs) then it doesn't really look good for the gym, does it? The whole idea of going to the gym just got a little bit more like, nah, I don't want to do it. 
Okay, so just take it easy, progress, gradually build and increase the intensity over a longer period of time. Don't fucking kill yourself. (sighs) Next up is a topic I want to talk about, well, a point I want to make, and I've heard this so many times, and I guarantee there's someone listening to this that it will affect, or it will, you'll be able to relate, and that is when you have children. And when I say, okay, this is what I need you to buy, like, let's, let's picture this. I've got a client in front of me having a consultation, and I'm saying, look, these are the foods that you need to buy so that you can eat, and I don't want you to buy this. I don't want you to buy that junk food. I don't, you don't want you to buy, you know, frozen chips that you can just chuck in the oven. I don't want you to buy crap. I don't want you to buy all these bakery goods. And the excuses I hear over and over and over again is, well, what are the kids going to eat? What, are, what can I feed my kids? My kids need this. I've got to buy it because I've got kids, and I? And I'm like, don't fucking buy it then. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Why should you accept your children to eat what you're trying not to eat? Because they're going to grow up exactly how, you're gro- how you grew up. And how you got into the, I'm not going to say state, but how you got into the place you are now. Do you know what I mean? Let's say you want to lose weight. And the reason why you're out of shape and you put on weight is because your diet exists of turkey twizzlers, chips, mayo, loads of tomato ketchup, and whatever, going to a fast food joint every two days. And let's say your children, you've got to buy that same food for your children because they're your kids and that's what they eat well no (laughs) why and I'm sure Jamie Oliver would love this (laughs) but why can't your kids eat what you're having to stay healthy don't have the excuse of well I've got to feed the kids this you know and it's the same for you know I ask people what some of their barriers are and what that is is barriers means what's what things are stopping you from achieving your goals? Some people say that having things in the cupboard, like biscuits and chocolate and crisps, because they've got kids and that's what the kids eat, and their excuse is, well, it's just there. Well, don't fucking put it there. I know it sounds horrible. I know it sounds a bit strict. But just try and <laughs> try and get your kids to eat healthy. And try not to buy all the shit because you are the person who nibbles on their shit. Do you know what I'm saying? It's just something to think about. I'm not saying completely change the kid's diet and, you know, be the strictest parents of, it, of all time. I'm just saying think about your children's future. If you notice they're a bit fat, <laughs> change their diet. Okay? <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> All right, 43 minutes in, Christ, let's speed this up a bit, shall we? All right, so now we're moving on to the do's, okay? We're moving on to do's in the gym. We've got some other things to talk about later, so stick around. Do's in the gym, make healthier choices, okay? Make healthier choices. Now, what that is, is you don't have to, like I said before, you don't have to go cold turkey. You don't have to go straight on to chicken, rice, and veg, and broccoli, and all that straight away, okay? The very first steps is making small adjustments. Make small adjustments in your diet. Make small adjustments to your exercise routine, okay? Instead of thinking about running a marathon straight away just to lose weight, just just say I'm going out for 10 minutes to have a little jog or I'm going out for a little walk for 20 minutes and then that's week one. Week two, I'm just going going out for a walk for 30 minutes, you know? It means... Oh, I'm just going to have a bit of fruit instead of a chocolate bar, you know? Oh, I'm going to have porridge instead of Cocoa Pops, <laughs> you know? Small changes, even down to the whole thing of, oh, I'm not going to have white bread, I'm going to have wholemeal bread. And then it evolves, and it's like, oh, fucking hell, is that how much sugar's in bread? Fuck that. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't mean make a drastic change straight away, okay? Don't make drastic changes Make healthier choices that then lead on to making bigger choices so that your body is more adaptable to it. Next thing, 
like we said before, ask for help. There's always going to be someone here, someone around you that you can ask for help. Ask your partners. Ask your family. If you don't have family, ask your friends. If you don't have friends, go online. I'm here. <laughs> Thevikingpt.com. Ask for help. Okay? There's always going to be someone that can help you. If you're at a gym, ask the personal trainers. They will help you. Okay? They will, that's what they're there for. <sighs> Next up. One thing, one thing you need to realize, everybody starts somewhere. All right? Everybody starts somewhere. And this kind of links back to the don't do's. And some of you are going to be like, what? Well, I follow this person. My, my advice to you is on Instagram, Facebook, whatever, social media, don't follow fitness models, all right? Especially when you're first starting out. If you're in good shape and whatever, if you're confident with what you're becoming or who you are, that's fine. Follow as many fitness models as you want, personalities, whatever you want to call them. Influencers. <laughs> if you're first starting out and you're not in good shape and you're easily um, put off, don't follow Insta models, fitness models, whatever you want to call them. Why? Because they look amazing, but they don't look like that all year round. But that's what they don't tell you. They look great because, <laughs> well, there's, most of them are photoshopped, possibly on steroids. Definitely done a diet, like a cut, for the photo shoot. Some of you don't know what I'm talking about. If a fitness model does a photo shoot, they're going to need to diet down for it. What I mean by that is they're going to start cutting out the water they take. They're going to eat a certain way just because they're going to have a photo shoot. It's the same as going on stage as a bodybuilder. They make sure their, their body fat is super low so you can see their anatomy underneath their skin. Not good for you and your psycho psych your it's not good for you psychologically looking at all these buff, beautiful people on the Instagram and thinking, oh, why can't I be like that? Why is my body not look like that? Trust me. They started exactly the same as you, or somewhere very similar, and because they perfected their craft, they are now a little bit different. <laughs> but trust me, everybody starts somewhere. Okay, that's one thing you've got to rem remember. But also remember, they're not you. Everybody's body reacts differently to so many different things. Something we're going to touch on later in a few episodes' time. Everybody's different. They're not going to react the same as you, you know. And they're, they've got a better lifestyle. They've probably got a better life. Wake up, go to the gym straight away, you know. Post a few things on Instagram, get paid for it. Go back to the gym then at that night and just sit back in their mansion and do nothing. And they've got so much time to do anything. Some of them don't even have kids to worry about. Some of them don't have the troubles and, and things and debt that you have to worry about. You're a normal human being. Don't compare yourself to an unlikely lifestyle, okay? You're a human being. You're normal, you've got normal routines, you've got normal life things, life events happening to you and around you. Don't get confused and don't follow these Insta models because they'll just put you off in the end. Eventually when you, when you get to where you want to be, by all means follow these people. But by then you've probably realised how fake they are because you're you're becoming more aware of what they are, what they do, and what they are for this industry. Okay? Okay. Next up, a very big one, consistency. You need to stay consistent. The reason why a lot of people plateau or fall off the rails, quit, is because they are not consistent. And what I mean by that is they start making up excuses at the very, be very beginning of the diet. Oh, it's only one cake. Oh, it's only one slice. Oh, it's only this. It's only that. And then that builds up and up and up. And sooner or later, you're talking yourself into a all-you-can-eat buffet at a global buffet. So stay consistent. Stay consistent with everything. Stay consistent with your workouts. Stay consistent with your sleep pattern. Stay consistent with everything. And it will really, really help. 
and then make small changes, make things more intense, make things more challenging, and that will lead to changes in your appearance, your body, and your fitness. <clears throat> Next thing is stay, oh, sorry, start surrounding yourself with positive reminders, okay? Remind yourself of why you're doing this. Like I said before about the, you know, if you're a bride, bride to be, and you've got that dress you want to fit, you want to fit into, hang it up, get it out. Or if you, if you want to fit into a certain outfit, a certain pair of jeans, hang them up. Give yourself a reminder. A uh, funny thing that I used to get people to do, or some people did without me even saying, was they would print a picture of me out with my my finger pointing at the camera. They printed a picture out and stuck it to their fridge so that uh, they wouldn't go in the fridge and eat more and more food, which is, again, a little reminder. Don't do this. Don't do that. Another thing you could do with your phone is you could set up reminders to say... Go out for a walk, do some exercise, eat this, eat that. Sounds a bit silly, but it will help you. <sighs> the next thing is, and the last thing of the do's, is food prep. Food prep is something we're going to talk about, and I've talked about before, hugely, and something I believe in is food prep, and that will help towards staying consistent. Food prep is when you, instead of making food for just one meal... You make enough food for maybe two, three, four, five, whatever. You put them in the fridge, freezer, and you get them out when you need to. This could be very beneficial from, you know, from when, you, when it comes to making up an excuse. You can't make up excuses. You've already prepped your food. It's already there waiting for you when you get home. Or it's in your bag when you take it to work. It's already there. You can't make excuses, you know. When the work lot are saying, do you want to go to the pub for lunch? You can say, no, I've got my food that I made and it took me fucking ages, mate. So I'm going to eat my food, thanks. I'll come with you, but I'll eat my food in my Tupperware. <laughs> so, you know, we'll talk about food prep another time, but I want you to start thinking about making food that you can just quickly get out of the fridge. Food prep. If you have... Any advice, anybody out there who has any more things you should do and should and, and more things you should do and things you should stay away from and not do, then please get in touch. You can go to thevikingpt.com forward slash podcast, send your little message there, or if you want, you can go directly to vikingpodcast at outlook.com and send in your suggestions or advice, and I'll repost it or say it in the next podcast. And you can have your little 15 minutes of fame. But it may help a lot of other people out there. So don't keep your advice to yourself. Send them in. Okay, so now we're going to go into the this episode's... Well, this, this week's top tip. So this is something that I'm trying to introduce to every episode. Which is exercise tips, um, meal ideas, quote of the day... And uh, top three workout tunes. Okay, so listen up for this. So, this week's exercise tip is instead of lunging on the spot, let's say you're doing legs and you're at the gym, a lot of people do lunges on the spot, right? Take one big step, lunge, and then explode back, and then go to that same spot they've stood on. My exercise tip for you, it's just a small one, a little slight change, is to do walking lunges instead. So try not to do just lunges on the spot, but do walking lunges. Now, why? What's the difference? What's the massive change there? Well, it's psychological, okay? Let's say you're at the gym or outside the gym and you're doing walking lunges. Right, right now I'm outside, so bear with me. If I'm standing next to this bench and there's a tree about 10, 20 metres away. I'm going to start at the bench and I'm going to lunge forward, step, 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 and I'll lunge to the tree or wherever it is. I'm physically looking at how far away that tree is or that point is. You know, if you're at the gym, something I used to do was lunge the width of the treadmills. So I'd start at the end treadmill and go to the other end treadmill. I'd lunge all the way. 
psychologically, I can look up at any moment and see how far away I've got to go. And it's kind of like, almost there, almost there, almost there. You know, and it's not like at one point you, you can't really give up, really, because you'll be in the middle of starting out. Your, your water bottle will be at one end, the end destination will be at the other end. And it's like you need to get there. It's psychological in your head. You physically have to go somewhere, okay? Instead of just being on the spot, you could stop stepping at any time, and it doesn't look like, you, it doesn't look like you've not finished, if that makes sense. So that's a little tiny exercise tip that I've got for you this week is to do walk-in lunges as opposed to stepping on the spot. Okay, so now we're going to go to this week's top three workout songs. Originally it was going to be top five, but uh, I think top three will be much better. So top three workout tunes, and these are tunes that I like to listen to or have listened to in the past that have helped me motivate me when I'm training headphones on boom the first one everyone should have this in their their gym playlist it is a song called beast and it is by the hustle standard or rob bailey and the hustle standard some of you may know rob bailey dana lynn bailey miss olympia and of course rob bailey founder of an owner and operator of flag nor fail and a bunch of other things of course he does this great track with the real hustle standard and it's, I'm not going to tell you what it says, but I, I re- highly recommend you go and check out Rob Bailey, The Hustle Standard, and check out the song Beast. It will help you massively. <laughs> the next track is uh, by a band called Our, Ho- Our Hollow, Our Home. Now, I do warn you, this is a screamo-type band, so when you're really in the mood, this will really get you going. Just purely, be- well, the me- reason why I'm bringing this up is because I used to train this guy called Josh, and he is the lead guitar player of the band Our Hollow, Our Home. And uh, I didn't know that when I first started training him, and then I, he, you know, he showed me some of his music, and I was, I was, uh, I was hooked. The song is called Shape of You, obviously an Ed Sheeran cover, but uh, it's a really good banger when you're training. That song is Our Our Hollow, O-U-R, Our Hollow, Our Home, Shape of You. That's that one. And the third and final one is a classic track from, uh, again, from Fast and Furious 1. And that track is by Benny Cassette. Benny Cassette, hopefully I've said that right. Benny Cassette, and the song is Watch Your Back. Remember in the scene where Brian is uh, eating at the sandwich shop and he walks out to his red red truck and uh, what's that guy's name? Vance? Vinny? Van- oh, I can't remember his name. Comes out and he goes, you get yourself a cheeseburger for two ninety five, faggot. And it's just a great track when they start beating each other up. That track starts playing and it's just a, another banger. So those are the top three workout tunes. Beast, Shape of You and Watch Your Back. Next up, we're going to go to this episode's, well, this week's quote of the day. Now, this time, I've actually researched a quote that I quite like, and that is by James Cameron, director of many, many films. Terminator, I think, is in there. James Cameron, probably famous for a lot of other things. Some of you may know. Is uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. Indiana Jones, James Cameron? Star Wars, maybe? I may be wrong. I'm not a massive, you know, film buff when it comes to directors. The quote is, if you set your goals ridiculously high and it's a failure, you'll fail above everyone else's success. And it's something that I like to live by. To me, it means setting your, setting your, your, your goals or setting your standards extremely high. Let's say you're in the business, in your own business, and your first month you want to make a hundred pounds in your first month, or a thousand pounds in your first month, then set yourself the target of two thousand, or three thousand, a a target that's a lot higher, and of course, if you fail that, another quote could be, you know, aim for the moon, 
if you don't get the moon, you'll land amongst the stars or something like that. Do you know what I mean? It's like if you set your standards up really high, too high, you know, then at least if you fail, you'll still be better than what you originally were going to plan, which is a thousand. Is that making sense? For those of you that don't understand that, imagine setting your goal for uh, 2,000 instead of 1,000. And even if you don't hit 2,000 and hit 1,500, that's still a hell of a lot better than 1,000. You understand now? (laughs) So that's the quote. I kind of like that one. And it's something that I like to live by as well. So, yeah, summarising now, because obviously it's just gone over an hour into this podcast, and you're probably just getting off the treadmill. If not, then get back on. (laughs) Um, Just closing thoughts. Just consistency with the whole getting started at the gym. Stay consistent. You know, listen and act as a sponge. Allow your mind to be a sponge in this situation, because you need to absorb a lot of knowledge Enable to to enable you to progress and to understand what you're trying to do a little bit more than to just dismiss it straight away. Okay, knowledge is power, and you need to be consistent with everything. Try things out, but don't don't just you know what's the word? Don't uh, don't just oh, what was what was the word I was going to use? Let's just use poo poo. Don't poo poo the idea. Don't poo-poo something um, if it doesn't work, you know. If you don't see results straight away, you've got to stay consistent, all right? Of course, uh, you can access more of this subject via my website. I've got a blog post as well, and that is at thevikingpt.com, all right? Thevikingpt.com, okay? And another thing I want you guys to have a look at is on my website... I've also got a newsletter. Now, what that is, I'm going to be sending out a monthly newsletter to anybody who subscribes to the newsletter sign-up thing. It will be on the website. You'll see it at the very top in the menu. And that's going to give you almost like a rundown of everything as well, something that uh, similar to what we discuss on the podcast, you know, top tips, exercise tips, meal ideas, things that have happened. Just if you'd rather list, if you'd rather have a news newsletter check that out just it's very easy and you can unsubscribe if you don't want to but uh i, I work my fucking ass off to build that so i'd really appreciate it <laughs> of course i've got to kind of plug all the social medias because some of you are kind of saying like oh i didn't hear about this or i never knew about that i do post everything that i you know release or launch on social media across all platforms i can and so some of you don't even have these, and I have to email you separately. But um, just for those people, we are. Oh, I am on Instagram at viking.pt. Twitter is at viking underscore pt. And I'm on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash vikingpt online. And of course, this is actually something that's happening next in the next few days, is I'm going to be uploading some videos onto my YouTube channel which is youtube.com forward slash vikingpt. And I'll be doing some how-tos and things like that. There's always always videos on there at the moment you can check out. In the meantime, check out on the YouTube page. And, of course, if you want to email in, just go to viking... Sorry, I stuttered there, didn't I? Email in vikingpodcast at outlook.com. That's vikingpodcast at outlook.com. Oh, that about wraps it up. I feel like I've just winged all of that. Wanged all of that. <laughs> if you made it this far, bless you. Bless your face. Thank you for listening to this podcast. They will get better. They're like a fine wine. You know, they they age and they get better as they age. Next week or next podcast, we're going to be talking about minimalism. Now, in the previous podcast, I did say that this podcast, I would talk about Australia but I think it's very a, a very good idea to talk about getting started right now. As as I have launched my website, it's all about the you know getting started. I'm getting started with this whole website thing, and so I thought I'd do a, a podcast about getting started with your fitness journey. So maybe I might touch on 
Australia and minimalism next episode in episode three. So stay tuned for that. Thanks for listening, guys. And of course, have a great day. And I'll see you or you'll hear me next time. Take care.